You're listening to Working Music, the podcast that talks about anything and everything relating to the music industry all around the world. This is episode number seven, recorded Sunday, August 16, 2020. Is it covered? Hey, 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 and welcome back once again to Working Music. This is us right here coming at you in your headphones. Hello, everybody around the world. Hello, Jeff. Thank you very much for inviting me again. Absolutely. And hello to our whole seven subscribers. Yeah, love our subscribers. If I only knew them by name, I would name each and every single one of them, but I don't. I'm sure there's a Trevor. Well, there could be. (laughs) And there's probably a a Gabrielle, I think. I don't know. Gabrielle. You know, Hmm. look, one exciting thing this week is we now have an even 50-50 spread from male to female listeners, and that's really cool. That is good. That's a really nice place uh, to be. uh, I I like that. I like that. Um, Here we are again for another week. Um, Let me... Tell you all lovely listeners out there, if you want to make a comment, send us an email, suggestion, anything, send us an email at feedback at workingmusic.com.au and we will reply to you, no doubt, absolutely. And, uh, of course, if you're listening to us on any of the uh, lovely platforms, what platforms are we on? Um, are we on Spotify? We are on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple Podcasts. Or something, um, yeah. Uh, I think I don't know if we're on Google Podcasts. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I have to go and have a look where these. Where anyway, the two main ones we're obviously on, which is um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I do believe you can probably find us in Google as well, whatever their platform is called. But whatever you're listening to us on, click on the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. That way you get notified every time we put out a new episode, which we're trying to do our best to make it every week. Uh, this is episode number seven. Uh, happy to get there. We haven't made episode number 10 yet. Double digits. Looking forward to that. We'll get there. We'll get there. Of course we will. Of course we will. What else are you going to do? <laughs> and it's going to get just – it will get more exciting each time that, that we're doing it, really. And oh, especially, you know, when we get to the video part and then you start taking your shirt off, it'll be – Really exciting. Well, you know, we don't want to lose subscribers, <laughs> but, but there, there, you know, we are um, on the lookout to uh, invite other um, guest hosts to come on and talk with us and chat with us and share their insights to their part of the industry with us, and and that'll all happen in time as well. Um, so, which is why I say, click subscribe so you don't miss out, because uh, you know, hopefully, we we want to turn this into something really good. Uh, really in, inform, inf, informational, informative. There's informative, the word. Informative, there is. And, and informative. And, and, and to be honest with you, I mean, this is, um, I mean, we don't have, well, I don't have too much experience with this podcasting thing. So it, it's, it's, it just keeps evolving. It's just, it, it'll be better and better every time, really. Well, that's right. Um, that, that's our plan. That is definitely our plan. Um, and this week we're just going to, Sort of pick up sort of where we left off from last week. Last week we were talking about um, you know equipment that we that we use and we've been using. But what I wanted to talk about this week is is something that that you actually instigated uh, today, um, as uh, uh, sent out a little message to uh, myself and some other fellow musicians saying that you want to record a cover song and you want each of us to do our parts and and put it all together. 
And uh, first of all, tell me, tell me uh, what inspired? Why do you want to do this cover song? Um, wow, there is a couple of reasons. Uh, one of them is basically I was going through a, um, a YouTube clip with all the songs that were popular in Europe in 1986, which is the the, uh, the year when I left Europe and came to Australia. Mm-hmm. And I just I was just in one of those uh, um, sort of moods where I was going, okay, when I was a kid, you know, what was I listening to? And 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 just let's have a listen to the to the hits. And um, this song came up, and it struck a chord. I. I, I remember that I always loved this song. And then I thought, oh, with all this beep crap that's that's going around. <laughs> I had to, sorry. Um, that All these things that are going around um, in the world right now, um, this could be hopefully a, a, a positive, you know, just a... Um, a positive song because you see the, um, um, the song, I don't know if, if you want to mention what it is. Yeah, or, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, tell, us, tell us what it is. Okay. So the, the song is by black called, um, wonderful life. Yep. And, uh, so I, had, I hadn't heard it for quite a long time and I had to go and look it up on Spotify. But as soon as I heard it, I just went, I, rem- I remember this song. Yes. So it so basically was a worldwide hit then, wasn't it? Because, um, you see, not a lot of things that are hit in Europe come to Australia, That's or right. go to the states, and all. Every country has, or, or continent has, ha, have their own favorites and 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 hits and etc. So this we can say that is such a so- strong song that went around the world and became yes. a hit everywhere. And uh, so uh, then. Our friend Stu, who is um, who is a drummer and and um, amazing drummer, he came back with a message when I, when I put the clip up. He came back. He goes, "Oh, I'm a huge fan. I, I, I love the guy." Uh, and I said, "Okay." Um, and he sent me another song, and I listened to it. And he said he was so sad that this song is. He pretty much. You know, he's almost like a one-hit wonder because of this song. But it, yep. it's not what he wanted to be. No, no one wants to be a one-hit wonder. No, and, definitely don't. And he was an that's amazing why, that's songwriter. Why that's why I don't have any hits because I don't want to be a one-hit wonder. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, the thing is that, that he was an amazing songwriter. And and, I, and the song yep. he sent me, I went, wow, okay, that's brilliant. Then I went, okay, let's, let's just search a bit more. And... Uh, and I watched a couple of interviews with him when he was uh, much older, older, and he was living in in Ireland. And let me tell you, he's got the coolest speaking voice. I really love his speaking voice as well. And uh, and he told the story about the song. So when he wrote the song, he said, "This is a five minute song. I wrote it in five minutes, and uh, it happened when in that particular year he got dropped from his label." His marriage broke down, um, his, his wife left him, and he had two car accidents. So it was just just the worst year of his life. And then he sounds comes. A bit like tw- sounds a bit like 2020. 2020, right? yeah, exactly. And then, so he comes up with that song, Wonderful Life. <laughs> and, and when I listened to the interview, and, and, and then I thought about it, exactly what you just said, 2020. We are just having a really crappy time right now. And yeah. uh, 
let's just put this song out. You know, they, it's been covered a number of times in different ways. And, and I have my, my thinking of, of how I would like it to sound. Yep. And, and, and then I thought, I thought, okay. Um, and it was a funny, funny thing this morning. I was uh, having a chat with my son who is, uh, who is a drummer himself, Freddie named after Freddie Mercury, of course. Um, and, and I said to him, Oh man, I really want to cover this song. And he started to get really excited about it. And I said, you're not playing in it. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't happy. <laughs> I'm after some professional musicians. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. He did get paid a few times. So once you he, get he paid, you're did. a professional. I, <laughs> this is true. I actually paid him a few times. Um, but he did a but great I, job. I, I said to him, oh, yeah, he's, and he's just getting, he's just starting to get back into it and, and you know, he needs to, he just needs to get his chops up. But, um, yeah. but I, I, then I told him that, hey, I got a message from Stu and he's actually a fan of the guy and, and, and I would like him to, play drums on it because that would be his, you know, taking my hat off to you. Yeah. Sort of cool. thing. And, uh, yeah. And I, and I, and I asked you if you would like to be involved, I'd love you to play, you know, bass on it. Anthony, of course, and, and Ben, uh, from, from our queen shop. Yep. Um, and, um, all great players, all great players and I'll be seeing it now that will be questionable. Cool. Well. <laughs> I've got auto-tune, so we're good. Thank you. No, you haven't got auto-tune. You've got Melodyne. Sorry, I've got Melodyne. It's even better. You have Melodyne. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, I, I think we can do a great job and, uh, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it, it's especially for me. It's a tune that I've, I don't know a lot about. I've never played it before in my life. Um, looking forward to playing it and throwing in a few harmonies. To, you know, I, I'm all about yes. harmonies. Yes, yes, Um and you know, look, during this this whole year, um, a lot of musicians, uh, um, we've all found different ways of fulfilling our passion, continuing to play in one form or another. And one thing we, that has come about is a, a lot more online content um, of of bands all in their own. Um, residences or you know different places all contributing their parts to put something collaborative together um and it's it's becoming it's becoming a bit more of a a thing like it's uh, i think i feel that you know even once this um whole um covid thing is sort of over and out of the way and we're allowed to sort of get back to some sort of sense of normalcy i think this whole um uh, amount of collaboration that has begun out of this, I think it might see a continuation. I think it, it's built momentum, and I and I think people are really enjoying it, and really enjoying um, being able to present it out there on the internet uh, in video format. Um, which I assume that's we're going to do that. Yes, um, with this song, as we'll record it, and then we'll sort of put together some sort of video of it of each individual member sort of doing their bit. Yeah, I'd, I'd, um, I'd like to do that, definitely. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, I, I think that would be great. But also for me, I think, uh, look, if, if this works out well, I'd like us to all, you know, keep churning out, having go at, at some other great songs and each of us sort of take a turn at picking a song that, um, you know, that inspires us or that, that is touches base with us in some form or other and say, hey, guys, who wants to be a part of this? Let's do this one next and and, and just share the music And, and because, you know, music's the one thing to, that I believe 
in life, the music is one thing. It's universal. It brings us together. Uh, it's it's the glue that binds, you know, and um, creating music is just such fun. Mm. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to this project. I also wrote another song this morning. Um, yeah, I read it on just, Facebook. Just, just, well, if it was on Facebook, it must be true. Yeah, always. Just, always. <laughs> I'm but, a firm believer but, of that. <laughs> <laughs> but... But seriously, like I, I had the, 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 the idea this morning myself is like I want to write a happy song. I want to write a, just a happy song that people can listen to and go, there's nothing negative about it. I'm not feeling sorry for myself. I am, I'm not crying over a lost love or blah, blah, blah. I, this is a happy song about just being happy and being alive, you know, because it, it has it does get hard sometimes you're sort of sitting at home on your own you're alone it's just like it's like groundhog day day in and day out you get out mm-hmm. of bed you go oh well, why am i even getting out of bed i've got no work to go to and 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 for that, some that's of us, dangerous though well it is dangerous but for, for for some of us and well probably a lot especially musicians uh and people right now in uh who their soul income has been the music industry who are all suffering um we we can begin to feel like we're absolutely just useless we we have no purpose we get out of bed we there's no job to go to there's no gig to go play there, there's nothing to do and and that after a period of time you know for the first couple of weeks it's it's kind of like wow this is unbelievable i haven't had so much time at home in years you know i've been touring and, yeah. and blah 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 and for the first few weeks it was glorious it was really good i got stuff done i you know i just just did a lot of stuff that i never got the chance to do beforehand the trouble is once all that stuff's done as i sit back now and i go well i'm really happy with everything but what now mm. you know, and and so these little projects uh, are the thing that that keep us going keeps our mind ticking over and gives us something to do. So I, you know, jump at this chance to sort of, and especially to collaborate with other musicians. Um, I love to collaborate with other musicians. Hmm. Um, uh, I I mean, I love writing my own music, but I love it even more when I can get other musicians involved in my music or some sort of music and and just, just have other people involved. It, it, it's, I'm I'm not a very um, solo kind of person. Um, for you know, for what it's worth. Um, but you know, uh, you know, saying that. Um, so, but but you're writing those songs, and you're pumping them out, and you're writing them, recording them all by yourself, and all that. Um, maybe, maybe you know, you should, you should. Um, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to tell you what you should do, but maybe, maybe ask you know some musicians to collaborate with you and just hey oh, do you want to play I, guitar I, I, do you do you want to play drums do you want to sing backing vocals i mean i know you you you've worked with rob because yep. it can get it can get really hard and and, and a lot for one person because suddenly you have oh, to yeah. be creative and technical that's True. just the crappiest thing to do. I, I was also lucky enough to uh have ray frost who's a guitarist from spain and it's, and was playing with Herman's Hermits. Okay. Um, he's he's put guitar on two of my songs. Cool. Um, which was great. I was like, it's 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 really cool to sort of you know you create that base 
track sort of thing to where you know okay that the, the the meat and the potatoes of the songs there you send it to somebody to say now put something on that and mm-hmm. then send it back to me um it's hard still to find um musicians a that are confident enough in themselves to go hey I'll give that a go and b who have the equipment at home to be able to do that to be able to you know record mm. it and do cuz a lot of a lot of guys that I know don't have recording equipment yeah and they've got all their gear but they've got no way to record it and you know picking up all your gear packing up and driving an hour or something to yeah. somewhere else that's not kind of I don't want to put those burdens on anybody but there's also uh, C because some of them C want to yeah. want to see some um um something uh coming back at them you know and that's that's where it gets hard and that's where that's where you have to you know like they want you know they they won't do it for free or or things like that and it's like oh man really <laughs> you know like right yeah. now, right now uh, all i want to do is i just want to do this song like you 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 just got to play this little part for me whatever whatever i mean i i to be honest with you i never had the situation where i had to because i always i always pick my people who who i wanted to to work with um i asked them they were always you know friends and 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 all that and i and i kept kept them to to play on my songs and um uh, as, as a as a as a payback sort of thing i always tell them hey have you got your app number and i will put you down as um, 10% you know like if it happens yeah. if anything happens to it you will be part of it as well because because you worked on it um if nothing happens hey we had a great afternoon exactly and and the same thing goes like you know if 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 a song that i put out there and I use one of my friends who, um, you know, happily donated their time for free and just to be on the track or, you know, whatever, just to do me a favour. If suddenly, if for some bizarre reason, you know, aliens decided to buy it and I made a fortune, um, you know, I I would go and buy them, hey, let me go and buy a new drum kit or something. Let me do something for you. Or a beer or something, you know. Well, you know, I'd I'd do something. I'd do something. (laughs) Exactly. I I wouldn't just go, hey, lucky me, stiff you, Um, you know, because it's the kind of person I am. At the same time, I'm quite happy to play or do harmonies or sing on on anybody's, any friends, um, tracks and songs. Um, Yeah, so anyway, so let's get back to, to what we're going to do. Um, so how, as I suggested, we, we need to create like a base track, uh, you know, start to finish a guide track, if you will. Yep. Um, which we will do you and I, I think, yeah, I think what I would like to do is probably come over to your studio and, um, and then, because then we are just sitting next to each other and we can, we can throw the ideas around so I can tell you what I'm thinking and then we can start working on it and and evolve it really right okay and and that that's good and then so what we can do then is ben can record any keyboard and any of those sort of bits um 
at his place. I assume he's got all the facilities to do that. He's got computers. Yeah, he's, he's done that before. He's, he's got plenty of gear. Yeah, he's done so that before. So, he, he, I mean, if he, if he does it. But, I mean, maybe he, he feels like having an afternoon off, you know, and, and, and say, hey, I'd like to come to the studio and do it there, you know. Yeah, but that would be great too. Yeah, but, but obviously with, with keys, you've got the opportunity to just sort of plug in your uh, computer and just play your part. And just send the files. Yeah, if that's what the, you want. The, to do. the great thing, the great thing about um, collaborating, you know, over distance and stuff is, is being able to send you know your bass track or whatever your guide track to the other musician, and they can just sit there at their own leisure. They can listen to it ten times, a hundred times, whatever they want, play along with it, and, and just take their time until they you know they find what fits for them. Um, and and there's no sort of you know, you're not in someone else's house feeling, oh, you know, I've been here for two hours, I'm, I need to get going. Yeah. Um, or, or, you know. They or or, might, or, or you, you really need to uh, stress out that, oh, I really have to perform now. I, it's got to be my best take and all that. So That's, that's right, yeah, exactly. It, there's it's, no pressure uh, that way. No pressure. Um, I think we'll um, do the same with Stu now. Um, I think Stu's going to download um, Persona Studio One. Once we've uh, decided on the uh, BPM for the track, um, again, we can send him the guide track. And if we have the guide track made in Studio One, he can just import it. It will already be set up with the proper BPM and everything. He can then go through and, and put the drum track down um, and then send that back to me. Um, we can import that. And we can get Anthony in to do guitar parts. Then we can just... Um, you know, do vocals and stuff later on after that. Yeah. And you know, just uh, let it let it build itself. And I can bring some magical mics over that was that, that will make us sound amazing. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's what I'm missing, the magical mics. No wonder I don't have any hits. This is why. I don't have a magical mic. It's like, can you sing? No, but I have a magical mic. <laughs> I uh, had no idea that Magic Mike was uh, so prominent in your life. That's okay. That's okay. Each to their own. Especially part two. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, looking forward to that. Um, that's it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Coming up real soon. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just I I I I come. You know, it it just came to me to yeah. I really want to do this song. It's a beautiful song, but it's going to be with a twist, of course. It's it's not going to it's so it's going to be more up tempo. Yep. Um and um yeah, I, I want it more more rock. Okay. Yeah, I, and personally uh, from my perspective, I, I have a lot of trouble taking songs that I really love and changing them. <laughs> And and that's not not because I I don't want to. It's because I just I I, I tried uh, recently um, to do a Beatles song. Okay. And because you're know, a huge Beatles fan, of I'm course. I'm a huge Beatles fan, and I thought you know I really love this song, and I'd really like to I'd like to cover it. I'd like to do my own version of it. Can I but ask I'm what the song s- was? It's in my life. Is the song okay? Now, my my problem right there is that I am just so the Beatles are so ingrained in my life, and and I I just I really have a hard time changing to, that something that to me 
is already perfection. Perfect. Yeah. Respect. You've got too much respect for it to touch it. Absolutely. So I ended up, I ended up just simply recording it exactly the way it was and just, you know, and just doing all the extra harmonies and stuff myself just for the fun of it. Um, it's, so yeah, very hard. I'd, I'd like to do um, one or two Eagles songs. You're good at them. But again, it's going to be those songs are just so well put together. Um, it's going to be hard to do anything outside of that box with those songs. Now, now you know, there, to me, there are songs out there that that lend themselves to uh, you know being changed and and having different versions done. Uh, and I've heard some great ones. Look, um, and even a Beatles song. Um, you know, I heard, believe it or not, John Farnham, who did help. Okay. And I think he did a fantastic version of it. Um, I'm not sure if he actually arranged it himself. He probably didn't. But the ver- I, I thought the version was very respectful to the original, but it wasn't the original. Um, and, and it wasn't didn't sound like the original. It, um, it was very good. Um. So again, I do have a bit of trouble trying to get my head around creating a different version from something that's so ingrained in my head that I, I find it hard to get away from what it's supposed to sound like or what it was written like to do something else with. Yeah, but okay. So, but right here we're talking about a band that you you idolize. They yes. they are everything. It's like Beatles for you, Queen for me. Like. I have yep. not, I have not played any Queen songs in my life up until I was ready to audition for a Queen tribute here in Queensland. I because yep. I just said no, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, I can't play Queen because I just, I just love them. Them, them are everything. And then when I had this opportunity to to audition, um, I went okay. Well, well I'm going to actually have to play those songs. And, you know, if I want to get on stage and, and do this. Um, so, you know, with you, even with you, yeah, yeah, hardcore, hardcore. Uh, um, suddenly I was just thinking, could I, could I touch a Queen song and, and cover it and make it into something else? No. Do you know what? I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I agree I'm with you. Me. I agree with you. Because they're just too, too close to your heart. That yep. they, 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 it's, it's running in your veins. It's, 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 it's in your bloodstream. You yes, know? that's right. And now, and, and having said that, so I listened to um, Wonderful Life today a couple of times, and just listening to that, I, you know, and then, and also remembering what you said of how you want to sort of upbeat it a bit and, and uh, give it a different sort of a feel. And straight away, in my, like, I, I was listening to that straight away, hearing, different things and, and, and heavier guitar and stuff like that and thinking that would be awesome doing this and that and and, and I could visualise that mm. but I can't do it with Beatles songs. I just listen to them and I just go, I just, there's, that's, that's already perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I just don't want to mess with that. I think when um, you when you when you uh, um, covering a song, it's, it's got to, yeah, it's got to be something that you're not emotionally attached to like you love the song because it's a great song hey let's cover it 
and let's cover the uh, i mean let's change the feel let's let's make it your own but when when you emotionally attach to it which you are with beatles and i am with queen um yeah it's just impossible to touch yeah i mean what what are you uh, what are the what do the listeners think what do you think out there about trying to do a cover uh, uh, and change not not just when I say do a cover I don't just mean you playing someone else's song the way it was recorded but you taking some someone's song especially someone that you really idolize and changing that song to sound different to the original but still sort of along the same lines I mean d- does it play with your head have you have you done it have you um, or have you have, I guess many of you out there have heard um, renditions done of your favourite songs where you've gone, I wish they never did that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and you feel like they've just brutalised it. Um, we, you know, what what cover songs have you heard um, artists do that you think was good, as good as the original and in some cases better, um, you know, because that happens. Some Sometimes a song gets released and you go, I really don't like that song. And then a few years later, somebody else will redo that song and bring it back out, and you'll go, I really like that song. Now, I tell you, this will blow your mind, one of those particular songs is Living Next Door to Alice. Because <laughs> it wasn't re- originally Smokey's song. Okay. The songwriter, or, um, who is an Australian, it was written for an Australian duo, uh, and you can find the original on um, YouTube and listen to it. And I I went and listened to it and went, that's horrible. Like I, I would not want to listen to that again. It and and it's essentially almost the same song. Wow. Not much. There's not much difference at all, other than probably tempo, uh, the rhythm of the song, the melody, the way they sing it. Um, yeah, but you see, that's when producers come in. Ex- well, and, this is true, and, and and that's what I was just saying to Freddie this morning, um, because he 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 said to me that he's got some things that he can he can hear that that oh we could put this in that particular song and that and that and I said that's pretty cool to have that ability. I said maybe you have a a, a producer mind. You know, and and that's what I'm thinking sometimes when I'm writing a song. I wrote the song, you know, what we talked about earlier. I write the songs, then I have to record the song. So it's got the the, the technical mind and your, your your creative mind and everything is just getting messed up. And then you listen to it 125 times and, and it's like, ah, song is yeah. done. No, yep. song is not done. It can be better. That's, Get a producer right. in. That's right, and and it's great to get other other opinions. Um, you know, one of the songs I wrote recently was really long, um, and my friend Ray Frost in the, in Spain he said, "Oh, you know, it's probably a bit too long." And and what about a key change? And I went, "Oh, I ne- I never thought about that. Hmm. Like, I wonder what that would do." So I re- did some rearrangement, made the song songs a little bit shorter. So it wasn't going on for five minutes, um, but also I put a key change in, and and at the key change I also did a, a beat change. So I double timed the beat wow. um, uh, with the key change, and I just went, "Wow, that just like lifts the whole song 
to another dimension. That's like putting it back into third gear. Well, it, yeah, it's, it's great. It just goes, but, but, it takes off. But it's like I was saying, uh, you know, living next door to Alice, if you listen to the original as opposed to the smoky version, and I think there's probably been some other versions since then, but the smoky version is just, uh, um, just uh, I guess, much more well-produced. But, you know, also the harmonies and, and the slightly faster tempo. It was rig- originally um, – Sorry, it was originally done by an Australian vocal harmony trio oh. who were called New World, is what they were called, in mm-hmm. 1972. And and the songwriters are Nicky Chin and Mike Chapman. Now, Mike Chapman oh, is Mike from Chapman. Nambour. He's it, from Nambour. He's Nambour, and he's the producer of Blondie and and, and also worked uh, – I'm not – no, he didn't work with Billy Idol, but, yeah, he, he was actually – he's responsible for Blondie's success. Is he really? Yes, I yes, didn't know that. he's he and, and he's my friend on Facebook. Really? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, you're correct. He is. <laughs> there you go. Well, well, that's great. He lives in the UK, I believe. Uh, states. States, does he? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, but you know, like he also was responsible for the knack, um, the, the sweet ballroom blitz. That was wow. Him. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I want to kiss you all over. You remember that song? Yes, I want to kiss, kiss you all yep, over. Yeah. Oh uh, wow! Here's one. Here's one you might know. Uh, you're simply the best. No way. Oh yes, that's mine. Absolutely. Oh, that's him and uh, Susie Quattro. Pretty much all her hits was them. Uh, yeah, Tina Turner, the best. Um, so maybe we should I... maybe we should ask him to produce something for us. Yeah, maybe we. Well, he's well, from Nambour. He's a local he's boy. Not, he's not a producer. He's a writer. He's a songwriter. So Mike maybe Chapman, should, yes. Well, he was a he was he was wearing the producer's oh, okay. cap yeah, with has, with Blondie. Yeah, he has been a producer. Yes. Yeah, but but he wrote all the, all these great songs, um, which would be oh you know, okay to write a good song. I say, Racy. Remember Racy? Some girls, some, some girls don't. don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote what a that. great song. He Play wrote that. Me. Yeah, he wrote that. No uh, way. Wow. Yep. So many hits. Oh, absolutely. Hanging on the telephone. No. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> this the, the these see I'm not sure too much about the Nicky Chin side of it. Um I don't know how much he put into the songs or was uh, I, I'm not really sure, but I, I think Mike Chapman was uh, the bulk of it. Uh, for wow. what I know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, the guy's a genius then. Wow. Oh, I never great, knew that. Some great stuff, you know. Thank you. <laughs> Daytona Demon, Ballroom Blitz, uh, you know, just they just roll on and on and on. So, yeah, and, and from right here in Australia. So, yeah, our backyard, number 110 Ks from me. There you go. <laughs> and like I say, a, a great example of – Funnily enough, a remake of a song he wrote and he gave it to that band and it didn't really do much. Then he went, oh, I'm going to give it to Smokey and they turned it into a worldwide hit. Hmm. Obviously, better produced. And, you know, there's, there's there's always a number of links in the chain. There's It's never, ever one factor, you know. Um, it, it's like, you know, everybody always comes back to, you know, would the Beatles have ever been as big without George Martin? Would they have ever been as big without Brian Epstein? Would they, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's it's a combination of all the right pieces coming together at all the right times. And, you know, you can take one of those links of the chain out 
and it won't happen. It doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I mean, I certainly couldn't say that, um, you know, that was a better song just because Smokey recorded it. Obviously, better producer, um, you know, a whole string of different things to, that put together a good song. But uh, just off the top of my head, that's the first song I could think of where somebody covered a song that had already been released and did a better version than the original release. Um, so, yeah, as I say, asking our listeners, give us, t- tell us uh, what, what are your favourites and, and what are your thoughts on, on doing a cover version of someone else's song. I used to be dead against it. I used to be like, no, no, you can't, you can't make a song better than what it was. That's how it was written. That's what it was meant to be like. But, you know, over the yeah, years, I've sort of... Yeah, but that's that's kind of the wrong mentality because you think back to the uh, 50s and 60s, I mean, there was a lot of, like all those guys, they haven't really written any original songs. No, they, they were right. They were travelling and, and touring with, with cover songs. And yep. uh, look, one of the biggest names, Joe Cocker. I yep. think I think from from what I've been told, I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm correct or not, but he only recorded like one original song. Okay, everything else he he was a covers artist, and 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 then we 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 say, hey, Joe Cocker, you say the name, and immediately you picture him, and you go, wow, <laughs> what a great artist. Yeah, well, that's right, and look, generally in the early '60s it was um, commonplace for a band to release a cover song of something that was already a, a popular song to get their name before they sort of went on further. Rolling Stones released covers. Yeah. The Beatles released covers. Um, uh, well, yeah, sure they, they, well everyone had to back then, I think. That's right. They, need, they, they, they didn't know how to write themselves. back then, some of them. And then, and then came the geniuses who could write. And, Absolutely, and that was the magic. Yep, and so, suddenly the whole original thing just opened up. Certainly did. So that's our topic this week. It's all about uh, you know, recording cover versions of people's songs, um, and we'll report back to you further once we've uh, got some stuff together and let you know how it's going. Uh, we want to hear from anybody who's doing the same sort of thing, who's collaborating with other musicians um, from all over the world. Um, it, the great thing about this is that um, with the internet the way it is and the tools available to us is, like I said earlier, you know, I had a guitarist from Spain on one of my recordings. It, it's so simple to, to collaborate with anybody anywhere in the world. So tell us who you've collaborated with and how far away they were and how easy was it. Um, we want to hear about it and, you know, look, if anybody wants to, uh, any hints and tips on how easy it is to just set yourself up to record just your little parts that you can send and collaborate to other people, let us know and we'll certainly uh, point you in the right direction. Um, so that about covers it for this week, Chubby. It does. And, and thank you for the listeners for downloading it and, and listening to it. Absolutely. Well, um, I'll I'll uh, get this one out tomorrow, and uh, then I'm going to start work on my new song. Yay! And then um, and then we will um, yeah we we will get in get get things happening with with our little project as well. And, absolutely, and, and we will keep you posted with that. So that that'll we be cool. Will. And then and then at the end you will have the um, well, well we we we, we, we we yeah you will 
Okay. And then, and then maybe our first video podcast will be the clip. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Um, but yeah, look, we'll, we'll put it together and we'll let you hear what we've come up with, but we'd also like to hear what, what you've done. Um, if you uh, have anything you want to share with us, um, we'd certainly be happy to share a little bit of it on our show and uh, see what it sounds like. And there's so many people out there doing so many incredible things in their bedrooms. Oh, um, yes. That's music related. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, it, it's, it's just fantastic. It, um, there's so many talented people out there in the world. Um, and we want to help share that with you all. So here we go. We're, I think we've been here long enough for the end of another episode of Working Music, and we'll be back again next week to do it all again. What do you think, Chubby? We will be here, and we want you to be here as well. Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for coming, and we'll talk to you again next week. Cheerio. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.